Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of our emotion series here in the Seed and Talk podcast. And on this episode, we'll be talking about love since um, today, uh, this month is a love month, a month of February. So uh, we'll be answering two relevant and popular questions that surrounds inside and outside the church, which is number one, uh, is love an emotion or a principle? And second, is religion a huge factor in considering relationships? So to help us on that, uh, we have here with us Pastor John. So first things first, um, Pastor John, what's your take on that? Is love an emotion or a principle? That's good. Uh, the That phrase, that idea, or that question is a very popular uh, especially with the rise of our uh, the internet and the technologies. So it's fast spreading. So the question is, is love an emotion or a principle? Before giving my take on that, I think it is first, uh, it is best to dis- define first, what do we mean by love is a principle? What do you mean by love is a principle? Yes. So when we say love is a principle, we mean, we basically says that we follow what the Bible says primarily, especially in a Christian setting, what the book says, what the council says, and it is more on what is ideals, more than what is practical. Mm-hmm. So when we say love is a principle, regardless, it's it is not the feeling which is considered what is written what what is thought what is what you believe is the major consideration mm-hmm. so that's what we meant when we say love is a principle that's nice uh, but on the other hand if if we say that love is an emotion we can we can also say that love is an emotion why because um, it's a natural response mm. right physical physical reaction Especially when we see someone we are attracted to or we, we are in love to, right? So, uh, if we say that love is an emotion, it means that um, love is not just um, about the mind. Mm-hmm. Our our body also responds to it. You know, um, biochemically, uh, there's, there is a rise of oxytocin and dopamine and it helps us. Uh, it is why we, we feel this emotion and we call this love. And that is what we we feel whenever we are attracted and emotionally attached to other people. So we call that love since love is also uh, biochemically an emotion. So we can also say, safe to say, we can say in science or in biology that love is an emotion. Right. So So what's your take on that? Um, What happens if love just operates on the principle level yeah um if love is only a principle mm, i think uh because as what we we said that uh love as a principle idea focuses on what is ideals more than the practicals mm-hmm. what is being said what is being thought more than wh- how you feel or what you feel so, uh, it will 
first invalidate emotion. It will first invalidate the feeling mm-hmm. of the someone in a in love or in a relationship. So if if love is principle alone, um, it totally discounts. Yeah. Feelings. Whether or not you feel something. Yeah. So regardless how you feel about it, since you decided to be in love mm-hmm. without experiencing intimacy, mm-hmm. without showcasing feelings, without that, you know, when, emotional attachments. <laughs> that's what they call butterflies in yeah, your stomach. No butterflies in your stomach. Uh, regardless, yeah. with or without that. Yeah. So whether you are giving time to your special Uh, first to someone or so to you know, the person you're in love with or not, mm-hmm. no problem. They will stay because it's a principle. It's their choice. It's a choice. It's a commitment. Yeah. So, what I think, I think that if love is only a principle and not an emotion. In the long run. In the long run. Marriages will fail. Mm-hmm. Because one of the most important thing according to marriage experts and relationship uh, uh, researchers, uh, they said that one of the most important thing for a marriage or a relationship to work is called intimacy or in other words, shared experience. Mm-hmm. So when we say intimacy or shared experience, it is not only you are there sitting because I am supposed to be on a date. Mm-hmm. There must be connection, and that connection is emotionally, is it's an emotional connection. So, relationships, if love is not, I mean, if love is only a principle, and that's all, mm-hmm. I think relationships will not work. Yeah. Right. And people will become just like robots. Yeah. You just okay. You go there and uh-uh. you do this, this, this and is, that. Yeah, this is what what my mind says yeah. is what I I wanted. Palang ideals, no? so yeah, ideals. Uh, I I I I won't um, entertain my emotions. I chose. I will choose what is fit according to my principles. Yeah. So, yeah. But however, if we will say that love is, our uh, love also operates in the emotion level alone. Uh, would be we will be like slaves of our emotions. Yes. We just react because we we feel about it, right? And uh, we will be like animals, you know, and mm. when animals are triggered, they then react to it because of that emotion. So um, if we do the same, if love is just um, operating in the emotional level, we will perhaps fall in love with a lot of people because yeah. you know uh, we can we can uh, interpret this love mm-hmm. as an emotion into many other people no and in the long run if love is also operate uh, also operates on the emotional emotion alone it will also not work mm-hmm. because it will f- uh, emotions fluctuate every now and then ups and downs mm-hmm. there are times that Uh, you don't feel attracted to this person. <laughs> There are times that... Uh, Sometimes you're attracted to many individuals. <laughs> yeah, many individuals. Yeah. So, um, it's very dangerous. It's if, very dangerous. If, if love is... Um, just only an emotion. Only an emotion. Yeah. So, what's, what's, what is really love? So, at the end of the day, 
Um, yeah, as you have said, this is a unpopular <laughs> notion yeah. that love is not just a principle. It's mm-hmm. an emotion too. And love is not just an mm-hmm. emotion. It's, it's a principle. principle too. So, these two, principle and emotion in love, are inseparable. Yeah. You cannot separate principle with emotion and you cannot separate emotion with principle. Yeah. In order for a relationship to work, in order to call it love, these two should be present in a relationship. And you see, that that is also how Jesus loves. Hmm. He, he just not love in, in the principle alone, mm-hmm. but also in In, in emotion alone. So the question now is, um, if if both of them, emotion and principle, are present, what comes first? Yeah, that's tough. What comes first? For me, I think that emotion, love, as an emotion comes first before love becomes principle. Mm-hmm. Because so you at you you feel the attraction first before yeah. the principle. Like, you see, uh, we are not there outside. For example, for our friends who are looking for uh, uh, a potential mm-hmm. marriage partner in the future, you don't you will not go there outside and list all the principles <laughs> that. Uh, You have that you have, and then uh, check everyone there if check they are this. they are following or they are in line with those principles. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. What will happen is that when we are out there with our young people, with someone with 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 our youth, we are attracted to someone, mm-hmm. and then before allowing that attraction to turn into love, mm-hmm. we allow our principles to evaluate and see. and examine if this person we are attracted to passes our beliefs or our principles. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I meant when I say love is an emotion first before it becomes principle. How about you? So you mean you will not go out there um, having your principles and looking whether or not this person is So it will always start with, am I attracted to this person? Yeah. And then evaluate. That's true. Okay. So it's not evaluate. Then, then Although there are some cases that, that also works on that, right? And uh, they they operate and, okay, I will choose you I, even though I do not love you yet. But maybe because they have shared intimacy yeah. along the way, they develop the emotion level. But uh, I, I would agree that love, love operates first on emotion level before it becomes. In, in most cases, we can see that uh, because you see, when you are really attracted, mm-hmm. when you are really attracted, you become very understanding. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we bend our, our ideals. Yeah. There are ideals that we hold for so long. Mm-hmm. But because we are really attracted, practically speaking, because we are really attracted to that someone, 
we somehow bend those ideals a little mm-hmm. bit so that this person we are attracted to will pass to our principles. So, is that... How, how does that work? And I think that's that works. That works with uh, differentiating our negotiable and non-negotiable ideals. Yeah. Our principles. So, there are principles that we hold or we are holding that are actually negotiable. Okay. For example, uh, you like someone, uh, you like someone, in your principle, you like someone who can preach. Mm-hmm. Right? And you only have this, this person you are attracted to, he cannot preach or she cannot preach, but this person can sing. Mm-hmm. So, we can bend a little of those principles that we are holding on. And then, just allow that person who can sing to fit with our ideals. Mm-hmm. But, an example for non-negotiable principles is religion. Okay. What they think. That, 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 this is where we... Yeah. So, when, we, when, we, when you talked about, when you talked about non-negotiable, non-negotiable standards, um, non-negotiable standards can be bended. Mm-hmm. So, but non-negotiable standards are what we call principles, right? Is religion one of, should be one of the non-negotiable, the non-negotiable standards. standards? What do you think? Religion. Okay. In the scriptures, uh, it's clearly written that uh, we, we are counseled that do not be equally uh, equally yoked with unbelievers. With unbelievers. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's also a counsel, many counsels from Ellen White. Yeah. So, is a is a religion or is religion in negotiable or non-negotiable? Mm-hmm. When it's, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's. In the book of Second Corinthians, chapter six, verse fourteen, when Paul says, "Do not be equally yoked with mm-hmm. unbelievers," it is best first to define how. What do we mean with unbelievers or believers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when we look at the Bible, believers doesn't necessarily mean Adventists. Mm-hmm. Because there are people who are not yet in the Adventism. Mm-hmm. But are believers. Yeah. And there are Adventists in the church for so long, maybe born and raised as Adventists. But, but we're not believers. That's <laughs> it, it, irony. Yeah. So when we say do not be equally yoked with unbelievers, it means those who are actually having an intimate personal relationship with the Lord when we talk about believers. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, my stand is whether religion is a negotiable and non-negotiable. I think in its surface, it is non-negotiable for me. It's non-negotiable in the sense that as much as possible, you will not find someone who do not share spiritual intimacy and spiritual convictions with you. That is why That's what I meant. That is why I told you before that one of my non-negotiable standards. Yeah. Uh 
uh, it should be an Adventist. Mm-hmm. So I am I am convicted with with that principle that um, I, I it was specific. It was not just a believer, but actually an Adventist. Because my reason was um, I would not um, what you call this adjust too much mm-hmm. uh, with with the differences because I am looking at Siyempre, there are a lot of differences other than your beliefs, other mm. than your religion. And I have to and I have to adjust with all of the other things. And then if religion will add, I, I don't think that I can handle it. So that is why I considered uh, Adventist to become my non-negotiable standard. But yeah, that's that's very good. But, but with the general mm-hmm. uh, public, the general, our young people... So it's you are saying that it's not necessarily an Adventist. My, um, I'm saying that not only Adventist. I mean, mm, okay. Not only Adventist. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that because it's Adventist, then go for it. Yeah. It should be a believing Adventist. Okay. Now, by the way, uh, as what we have. Uh, shared to you a while ago that love is both a a, a principle and an emotion. an emotion um there are instances there are cases where we heard testimonies uh they have in they were in a relationship with uh a non-adventist mm-hmm. and then because this person is a bible believing christian he believes in jesus christ later on this person turned and becomes adventist Mm-hmm. While there are also testimonies or experiences where they are both Adventists, they were both Adventists, but in the long run, because both of them are not actually reading their Bibles, mm-hmm. they are not actually praying. What happened next? They did not have a relationship. They did not have a relationship with Jesus. What happened next is that both of them went out from the church, mm-hmm. and the marriage fails. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm trying to say is that. Uh, For those who are not yet in a relationship, we have to consider someone not only because he or she is an Adventist. Mm, okay. We have to consider them because they are believer and they are in truth, they are Adventist. Uh, in short, it should be Adventist believer. Okay. Not only Adventist. Uh, can we... Can we put in our un, uh, our non-negotiable standards, believer? Yeah, it should be believer. It should be believer. Okay. As long as the person, I mean, this is what I'm trying to say a while ago, that for those who are not yet in a relationship, you have to consider someone who is an Adventist and a believer. Yeah. But for those in a relationship already. This is the this is the practical side. Mm-hmm. This is the emotions emotional side because they're already attracted. Yeah. They're already invested emotionally to that person. Mm-hmm. If you can see that that person is believing in Jesus, mm-hmm. he's reading his Bible, he is praying, and he is not yet he does not yet come to a point where he ad- understands Adventist mm. doctrines. I think you don't have to end that relationship. As long as 
As long as you can see, he or she is a believer. Is a believer. There is hope. There is there is hope if he is genuinely in love with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He's reading his Bible because you can see that in your observation. But if you can see that he's not an Adventist and then he's not a believer of Jesus Christ, he doesn't read his Bible. I think you have to reconsider and think again. So basically, uh, summarizing it all up, um. For for those who are still looking for um, partners, aim for Adventist believers. Amen. Yeah. Because number one, as I've said earlier, uh, you won't really adjust too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's the advantage actually, oh, and that is why uh, there are many our leaders, our elders are really counseling young people to really look for an Adventist, but Adventist believers. Okay. Now, but as you have mentioned, uh, for those who are already inside the relationship with someone else that are not Adventist, it's a good thing if they are believers, but if not, we should reconsider. Is and it? maybe, uh, you know, foster, um, do something about it mm-hmm. before really having that um, serious commitment. Yeah. Same principle with those Uh, young people who are already emotionally invested mm-hmm. or attracted to someone who is not an Adventist. If you can see that, in your observation, if you can see that even though he's not an Adventist but he's a Bible believer, he's mm-hmm. in love with Jesus Christ, he's, he's praying. And he's open. And he's open. And that's, that's I think he is a believer but not mm-hmm. yet an Adventist. Mm-hmm. But if you can see that he's really prejudiced to Adventism, mm-hmm. he's prejudiced to his Bible. And he's very close. He's very close. Think again. Think again and maybe reconsider. And yeah. So all in all, um, we have we have talked. Thank you so much, Pastor John. We have talked, and we have answered our two questions. So number one, uh, is love an emotion or a principle? The answer is both. Love is both. It operates at an emotional level, it all, it and it operates also operates in, in the principle level. And the second question on uh, is religion a major factor or a major consideration, especially in relationships? So um, look for not only in not, the name not, the banner of Seventh Day Adventist yeah, religion, but believers. believers. That's what the Bible says. And a person who is in a deep and intimate relationship with Jesus. So thank you everyone for joining our second episode and um, we'll be uh, talking with you soon on our third episode. Thank you. Bye.